The following is a live broadcast of the Lone Star Community Radio Program. Recorded and broadcasted live on IRLoneStar.com, Connors FM 104.5, 106.1, and Facebook.com slash IRLoneStar. For more information on this show, please visit our show page at IRLoneStar.com slash shows. To sponsor or donate to this program, visit our donate page at IRLoneStar.com slash donate, or email us at lscrstudios at gmail.com, or give us a call at 936-666-1084. Lone Star Community Radio production and broadcast is possible by folks like you. So sponsor and donate today. Hi, I'm Kenna Danielle, and you are listening to Lone Star Community Radio on 104.5 KCZWLP Conroe and 106.1 KZCCLP Conroe and worldwide on IRLoneStar.com. To be kings, we're the princes of the universe. Here we belong. All right. Welcome to Dick and Skippy in the Mornings, Lone Star Community Radio. Starting a little late, Sean, and uh, the rain is... Hey, I'm recovering from last night's downtown Conroe festivities. Yeah, okay, I'll give it to you. photos and video of that. I'll give it to you, but it's 53 degrees outside and it's raining. Yeah, and it is slick out there. Be, be cautious, It's going to be raining all until around uh, 5 o'clock-ish, and it's going to kind of go down. So be careful out the roads. And yeah, 9.32, Dick and Skippy in the mornings. Uh, today's show... It's broadcasted live from the LSCR studios. You can catch us on Ireland.com worldwide, Connors FM 104.5, 106.1, and of course, Facebook.com slash Dick and Skippy. Join us there. Comment during the live feed. I know Sean's looking at it. Also, uh, you can call us at any time, 936-228-9368, Dick and Skippy at gmail.com. And uh, today's show is brought to you by Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. Uh, small business office cleaning needs, one time to schedule cleaning. Uh, if you're interested in having your office cleaned by Clean Sweep Office Cleaning, call, uh, call them, 832-689 at 7996. And C3, Creative Content Creations, video, social media, writing. If it's creative and tangible, they do it. Visit them online for these services at www.c3thewoodlands.com. All right, let's start the show. Uh, later in today's program, we're going to have Keith Kruger in the studio talking about an upcoming event, the first annual uh, holiday Carol. Songwriter Brunch happening at 202 North Main, a new location here at the corner of Main Street and Metcalf. And we're going to be talking about what's going on on December 13th with the first annual Holiday Songwriter Brunch. Hey, Dick. So that's going to be fun. Dick, there's no such thing as the first annual. That's what I'm reading. It's the inaugural. All right. Well, clearly they need to hire uh, yeah. C3 Content Creative. I was just, thank you. I was just going there. If you want to hire yeah. C3 Creative Content Creations at C3TheWoodlands.com, we can let you know right. that there is no such thing as a first annual. Okay. Thank you. Thank you for You're letting welcome. us know. Uh, yeah, so the Conroe tree lighting, the tree is still on. I was kind of surprised this morning when I saw it on with the rain. <laughs> and, uh, well, I was just kind of like. Hey, what's this wire do? Well, it's, it's one of those things because the tree is huge. And I was thinking, I wonder how much that tree costs, and I wonder how much that tree costs to replace. Because if it's raining, I hope they have some secure way of turning it off or you got to ask it. where they store it. And if they break it down into pieces, I feel sorry for all the guys and gals who have to put it together every year. Well, no, I think that's their job. 
So why would you feel sorry for that? Like if it's their one job, like for the whole no, year, they have a whole squad it. that does everything downtown when there's festivals and things like. They put the lights on the on the light lamp posts. They put the banners up. I mean, they got a whole deal. They have a crane. It's not like they're you know, like thirty men. They're acrobats to, on each other's yeah, shoulders trying to reach the top of the that. star. But yeah, so the Toby Powell first or the inaugural there uh, you go Toby Powell <laughs> Christmas celebrations going on. And I know that's coming up. They have different events. Uh, if you're interested in, in celebrating Christmas with the city of Conroe, check out uh, cityofconroe.org for their upcoming. Uh, they have like a whole day for like kids. Yeah. Well, it was fun last night. Uh, like I said, I was here shooting some. What time did it actually start? Like when they got on the mic? Six-ish, about 6.30. Because uh, I got here uh, before, like right at 6 o'clock, I think, and I parked. I was able to wave my, my press pass to get through the barricades. Uh, met with my contact in the city of Conroe, took some shots at the VIP tent, and then almost immediately it was like uh, there was a uh, these kids were doing a song and dance routine on the stage. So I went over there and got some footage and shots of that. And then the new mayor, Jody Kaczynski, came yeah. out. And, Chikowski. And Chikowski. I always do. I always second guess myself. So it is Chikowski and not yeah. Chikinski. Chikowski. Probably something even harsher because it's Polish. That's so right. It's, it's like Anyhow, sorry, Mayor, you're Mayor Jody to me now. It was the previous one was Mayor Toby to me. So, well, when I found out that meat place over on 105, I thought it was like Magistacks, but it's just Mashock. Mashock, like really simple. Red Jacks, Roughnecks. Anyhow, uh, so. there were some people on the stage. Some speeches were given. Like what? It's Christmas. Uh, yeah, the, the mayor was like, you know, the reason for the season. Um, there was this uh, veteran that was on. St- it was it was it was kind of funny because I'm crouched down in front of everybody taking photos and and stuff, and there was this veteran who's uh, awesome, uh, elderly gentleman. You know, loaded up with the VFW, you know, the ball cap and the vest and stuff like that. This gentleman. Um, uh, had uh, prosthetic legs, but yeah, Jimmy, little... Jimmy Edwards. Uh, so you know this gentleman. Everyone knows him, but you, because uh, you, you apparently. don't care. I don't. Well, you know, he's a Conroe person. How do you not I'm know who Jimmy Edwards is? He's like one of the main dudes who's doing the 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 big one. I know Jimmy people. Edwards. I didn't put a, a face to the name or the person's body to the name. I've heard the name, but didn't know who it was. Well. As I'm taking photos of him, he looks at me, and I give him is American Sign Language for thank you, which is touching your chin and coming down. I was, I was saying thank you for your service, and he thought I was saying take off your damn mask. <laughs> and so he's taking off. Oh, no, you can put. So here I am. Yeah, the I, mayor's I, giving a speech, and I'm doing this pantomime yeah. with this veteran about, no, you can put your mask back up. And he's looking at me like, who is this idiot telling you me to take funny? my mask off? I was off. thinking about this the other day. I, I watched this edited video of all these politicians talking about, you know, put your mask on, wear your mask, blah, 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 blah. And then it came with, like, follow-ups where they're not wearing them. Uh-huh. And I was like, if you're a politician, just wear, like, the flame retardant suit, like the helmet thing. Like, you know what I'm talking about? Like, oh, yeah, yeah. Like, just put Or that, a diving bell helmet. You yeah, know? just put the whole thing on so you have no, like, it just that's what I would wear wherever I'd go. And that way you can use body doubles and that's not true. get caught. That's true. I think that would, like, because... That is something that I think the public can perceive, especially if you're in a position of authority telling someone to do something and then not follow what you're telling people to do. Because if I was ever mm-hmm. in a position of authority... That's what people hate more than anything. Yeah, that's being told saying, one like, thing by Regardless an of what you believe, like that's when people get pissed off mm-hmm. and or more people get pissed off. So yeah, if you're a person in authority telling people what to do, it's kind of like if you're a cop and you're like, oh, he's speeding. You're like, come on, man. You're kind of, you're diminishing the name of the 
of, of what's going on. I absolutely agree with you. Last night was beautiful. Now, you were in the studio, so were you able to, like, kind of look out the window? Yeah. And I uh, took some shots, and then over here at the uh, Founders Plaza stage, there was a jazz band there, and got a, got some good footage of that. Yeah, so it's going to be happening guessing. every year. I think it's going to happen. Is it is it the first Tuesday? Is that what it, I, I forgot? I forgot what they're I think they're working on the day. They'll get it ironed they, out. You should check it out. It's a cool event. And it's uh, it's kind of neat to bring kids there because they never seen. It's kind of like anticipation of the countdown. You're like, oh, when are mm-hmm. they gonna light the train? Lot, lots of people showed up though. Again, it was a lot. They had the Clydesdale horses here. Yeah, they were unloading them here, right in front of here. It was kind of weird. And and hats off to all. I the was city wondering people. where Peta was. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> so they didn't show up. But uh, but it's not. So check it out. It's, I think they're gonna keep it lit throughout the whole season. So. If you want to go on for a walk with your family, check out the Christmas tree. It's happening at Heritage Place. And then you can yep. also venture down to uh, downtown Conroe and check out the stores and the storefronts. Yeah, the stores are open for business. Uh, the whole area has just been revitalized, and I was just so happy to see so many people. And, uh, you know, it's hard to socially distance, but we were outdoors and people doing what they could, but the kids were just loving it. I saw Santa Nate out there. He was yeah. doing his thing. And kids are running up. He's to him. a little scary looking, isn't he? Just a hair, just a hair, because he, he's not well, your he's I, not your traditional Santa yeah, well, costume. I remember talking to him, and I was like, you know, what you remind me of you remind me of a person who got on a roller coaster, and it's like I'm I'm seeing you for the first time after the roller coaster because <laughs> it's like like because the way he does his well, hair. Well, that plus now he wears like a red three piece suit. He looks like the devil and Max Devlin or Ben Vereen and Pippin. If you're in theater, you know, you know, basically playing the devil. Yeah, playing Santa. Watch so, out for Santa Nate. Yeah, love you, love you, Nathan. Uh, truly, but the kids were just love. They were just, oh my gosh, it's Santa Nate. Yeah, I wonder how the Santa. Uh, we were talking about this in the last episode. How the Santa world's working uh, because of COVID. Because, I mean, there's so many things going on in the world, and everyone's treating it a little different. But here in Montgomery County, it's kind of like people wear masks to be respectful. That's about that's like where the lines drawn. The government's not telling you what to do. That kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And I can give you my take on it. Well, I don't want to take. I'm just. I'm saying. I'm no, as a Santa, as someone who's playing a Santa. Well, you're not. Are you being hired? Is that your? Because you know people depend on that job, right? Yeah. So no, I'm I, not. You, you, you're trying to lump yourself into a career Santa. Tell you what, I've been around more kids than most professional Santas this year. That's creepy. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that came out sounding but way no, I'm just, wrong. You can't lump yourself into that. Cause, no, but I as mean, someone who is playing Santa two kids, did this you year, make over ten thousand dollars playing Santa? Is that what makes you a professional Santa? Yeah, that, I'm talking about that industry. Did you just draw that number out of your? Well, no, out they of make pocket? more than that. They make more than that. Yeah, but to be a professional, you don't have to make ten thousand dollars. I'm not something. talking. I'm talking about those Santas who are mall Santas, who well, are event Santas. Yes. Not oh, I play. I am Santa. an event Santa. I mean, I could pull that. I could pull that card like now because you can do acting on Zoom. So it's like, oh, I played all these characters, so I know. But you. Have played those characters, yeah, but Zoom you can't or not. lump yourself into what the what I'm talking but about. But yet, oddly, I am. So, I'm talking about the people who are. Yeah, Santa's. they're they're getting hurt because so many places are are minimizing contact and stuff. Like the Woodlands Mall, they have a Santa where you can see him in person, or you can virtually deal with it. For the show that I'm in, after each show, I go out in the lobby of Santa, stand in the corner near this tree. And let the parents, if the kids want to come to me, you know, parents give their okay and stuff. And these kids are just going bonkers seeing Santa 
they need, it sounds so hokey, they need Santa so badly right now because they're being told. They need it every year. If you don't wear a mask, you're going to kill grandma. You know, so I'm with them. If they want to come up and hug me, or or this little girl named Samantha who probably. Which mask were you wearing? Nothing. I wasn't wearing a mask. Oh, dude. They don't need to see Santa. Hopefully they don't have a picture of that. Yeah. Because you're going to be persecuted. How? Because you're online. I found you. You know, it's funny, Sean. You you came up on my Twitter feed. I did. Yeah. Well, I was uh, I would I was looking at uh, like I told you I was watching that video about the different things. And I was just kind of seeing what politicians were putting out on Twitter because that's kind of like the official statement area now. Twitter's now like this is if the governor or whoever tweets. That's like that to me. That's them as same as going on to a podium, going, "This is what it's happening." Cheaper than a press conference. And uh, yeah, you showed up and you used foul language. Did I? You what, use, you what did use, I say? You use foul language. What did I say? Cluck cluck. You said you said multiple bad words. I said multiple. I gotta so, remember which one. What, that's, that's that's how often you're on Twitter. Is you have so many tweets you don't remember using foul language. Man, okay. No, I need evidence of this foul language. I think I called someone a a butt wipe, but replaced the word butt with something else. It was toward the one. Uh, well, it's funny. I found you several. You comment on several famous people. Like one was Bette Midler. Oh yeah. So you oh yeah, that's where I told her to STFU because yeah. she was talking about rich people. Uh, like you know, rich people are are, are going to be fly, driving their yachts, waving at the rest of us. I'm like the rest of us. And I, I I checked it out from multiple sources, and I said according to multiple sources, you're worth two hundred and thirty million dollars. STFU, but I spelled out yeah. with that acronym. Bad words, dude. Yeah. Shouldn't be doing that. Yeah, I told Bette Midler to shut the heck up. I bet she really cared about yeah, that. Yeah, I stuck it to her. She she's she can't sleep at night anymore. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna play the rose anymore now. I can't believe people use Twitter like that. <laughs> I get it though. I no, mean, that just that hit me the wrong I didn't know exactly what you're talking about. That hit me the wrong way for someone worth two hundred and thirty million dollars talking about the rich as if she wasn't one of them. And yeah, but she didn't have a yacht. Yes, she does. She probably has a boat. <laughs> she has her own island. Does she really? I don't know. <laughs> she should. Oh. $230 million. There's got to be so. an island there somewhere. <laughs> Dude, I owe a plot of land There's in Scotland. A- I, you know, If I can do that, she can own an island. Well, I mean, that's something that's like, what do you do? It's a little one-foot square plot, so I can say I'm a Scottish lord. <laughs> uh, is this real? Yeah. How much did that cost you? Like 100 bucks? Yeah, yeah, less than. Because I, I just got the small one. I'm thinking about making my wife do some kind of Highlander trek after I die, and I'm in the urn. She's got to go to my little plot well, of land. What would be great about that scene is... Castle Glenloster. Uh, no, what would be great is you imagine she brings us the urn, but it's like a huge one, and it's bigger than the plot. <laughs> and you're like, what can, What do we do here? Like, <laughs> we can't... Like, don't spill it on my plot. You know, that's you got to keep it in your plot. That's right. But little the the world's smallest white picket fence around this one square foot. Yeah, <laughs> that's when people get so. I mean, you know, it is what it is. There you go. But uh, but yeah, it's nine forty five. We're going in. We our, our guest is going to be coming in around ten. I hope, and we'll go right next door and get him. <laughs> uh, bring coffee. So why would he bring coffee? Does I need more coffee? This isn't going to see me through. It's smaller. Fair enough. Okay, and uh, yeah, so anything else you kind of want to chat about? Um, I know we kind of, yesterday was uh, Ellen Page came out as... Uh, it's transitioned to Elliot Page. Transgender. Yeah. Is, to Elliot Page. Mm-hmm. And I, I, you know, it's funny when you read the headlines of this stuff, 
they use the word Elliot Page first. And I'm like, I have no idea who Elliot Page is. Well, it's a... Uh, uh, Elliot Page, he has done this because uh, oh, no, it's out of respect like, for re- the I get person. It, but it's kind of but like... it is confusing to like because I, I, the second I saw it, I was like, who the heck is Elliot Page? I, of course, I'm old enough that all these young stars I wouldn't know. But then I saw a photo. It's like, oh, that's Ellen. Oh, I get it now. And uh, so Ellen is now Elliot. Yeah, one thing that when I was when I when I was reading that, it made me think of how the industry really is trying to adapt. To keep everyone happy, because we know in the past couple of years there's been problems where, like I think it was like Gal Gadot was going to be playing an Egyptian or something, and they didn't want her to be playing Egyptian. Yeah, she's, they, she's playing. Well, no, no. Here's the thing, or something like that. It was she got cast to play Cleopatra. People freak out. Oh, Cleopatra's Egyptian. No, Cleopatra was Greek. That's the whole point. Gal, you know. Well, she's not Greek either. True, but you don't so, have to be. Well, no, it's just, it got me thinking. Like, if people are gonna have like, cause she, cause the current, there are those that believe that the current situation with Elliot Page, it's it's a whole nother world because well, now Elliot's part of the patriarchy is a straight white male. Yeah, and it's kind of strange, and and also Elliot is playing a woman, a cis female, cisgendered female, I guess oh is how you gosh, phrase it. We're not going on a on a TV show. But these are the same people saying women can't play men's part or men can't play women's parts. So it, it opens up a can of words, and I'm not being glib because if well, if, no, it makes me think because you know this is where ultimately Hollywood, certain areas of Hollywood, is going to go because they want to do the they want to do mm-hmm. what they believe is the right thing, which I I mean I dig, and it's kind of I mean you're kind of like you're never going to win in a when you start creating all these different rules because it's kind of like a I forgot what it was. Like last year, they passed a deal where like fifty one percent has to be uh, the production team has to be mm-hmm. uh, diverse or something like that. Right. It just can't be white people, basically. Mm-hmm. And there were so many things going like, oh, they're going to give jobs like the key grips are going to be going to be the diverse part and not the actors. You know, mm-hmm. like there's so many workarounds. But then someone did a report going, man, it was like not eighty something percent of all movies already are following these rules without even being subject without it to being a rule. So it's like, what's going on here? And it's and it's Hollywood, so they're going to put everything out on the headlines just so people know they're doing something. Yeah, and uh, Elliot, like like I said, I'm, I'm not trying to be glib. Uh, you know, I, I myself know, God, I hate saying this. It sounds like I, I have black friends. Uh, there's someone I know who transitioned from female to male, and it was the best thing to happen to him. Uh, you know, it was yeah. who he was meant to be. So I'm not judging, but with someone who's turning it's like like Elliot Page now, there are questions. Well, it's it's that it, again, it put you set up these rules, and then as, right. as the time goes by, it's like, oh shoot, these rules aren't very effective because now we're creating there's new scenarios mm-hmm. where we can't apply these rules, and I think that kind of connects with uh, with the way. The voting stuff goes down. Although it's funny, if memory serves, and if anyone's listening who has access to like Google, they can um, set me straight. Linda Hunt, the actress, okay, won an Oscar for her role in The Killing Fields, but she played a man. Linda Hunt, uh, you would recognize her the second you saw her. She she's on one of the NCIS shows. She's yeah. this little bitty. Female, but very masculine looking. She's not very masculine looking. She was able to play a man with no makeup. Uh, But if memory serves, 
I think she won Best Actor and not Actress. Oh, let me look it up. For The Killing Fields. And I want to, there was something about that that at the time when it happened, this is many, many years ago, it kind of stuck out in my head. So have a look. Just type out Linda Hunt Oscar. And, and have a look because the reason I, while you're looking that up, the reason I'm raising this is even back then, this is decades ago, there was kind of a, a actress. Oh, so she did win supporting actress. So it was actress and not actor. Okay, then there was something about that that just kind of stuck out. Well, my she head. won it for the year of living dangerously. That's a year of living dangerously, not the killing field. Well, look for the killing fields. Unless I see, I'm to, I may be totally messed up yeah. now. You're killing me right now. Yeah, my my bad. I'm probably m- mixing two head uh, two shows in my head, two films. She was introduced uh, as a, a nominee as best supporting actor. There you go. So that's what it was. I'm looking at. No, you're right. I think she. Man, there are way too many ads, dude. I this is nuts to me. <laughs> but the, the whole thing with Linda Hunt is a, a woman playing a man, and no one batted an eyelash, and was so good at it that was at least nominated for an Oscar in the male category. Why is it so hard to find? I don't know. Well, right now because it's not. It's I guess it's not PC to say there's a woman winning winning an award for playing a man because it, it apparently can only go one way. What's going on here? I don't know. But anyhow, it just goes to show that. In certain industries, for decades, there's been uh, able to, as you said, there are these rules. The rules are always mutable. Yeah. Well, and no I one mean, cared. I don't think anyone cared when Linda Hunt was nominated or something. Anyone who, who well, of honestly, character would I honestly don't think anyone. I don't honestly don't think anyone cares if. Anyone of character. If Elliot Page does plays a, a woman role or a man role or whatever role. I care not. Someone's. I, th- I think it's the people who apologize or the people who care. Yeah. Kind of like the Gal Gadot. Like, she immediately apologized. Like, nah, you should don't. Not, yeah, yeah, don't apologize for it. And it's like, remember a couple of years ago, we had that, that gal that wore the uh, the Chinese dress to the yeah. prom and, and people getting bent out of shape. And even the Asian society was going, we really don't care. Yeah. Uh, same basic thing. Ellen, or sorry, uh, Elliot well, Page's gender like means video. as much to me as I like that video. whether she's left or right-handed. That, that celebrity video, you can look it up. It's like a black and white. It's basically a bunch of white actors apologizing to the black community. And it's like... It like it apologizing opened, for being white? Yeah, it's like, I take responsibility. That's what they're saying. Huh. And I was just like, man, this is... Uh, a little out there, don't you think? If someone feels they want to. And again, that's the thing. If you feel you want to apologize for literally what you are, that goes against everything that should be happening. I don't think Elliot Page should be apologizing for saying, I want, you know, I, I'm a man now or male. Well, people or, were asking that question. So I should plays, apologize for being white. She plays a role in her current show as a lesbian. He, play, he plays. Or he plays <laughs> a role on the current her current show. And that's what people were asking was like, Hey, how are they going to handle that role now? And as an actor or actress, it, nothing should change because that's the whole point of acting is to pretend to be someone or something you're not. That's why I've never bought the whole only Asians should play Asians on TV, only straight men should play straight men or, or whatever. That's what acting is all about is pretending to be someone you're not. Yeah. Presenting a situation like that's you, not real. Trying to pretend to be an actor. That's right. I mean, we know. Pretending to be Santa for an hour every, yeah. every 
Well, is there anything else you want to kind of talk about? Um, no, we're still, you know, the the legal process is still slowly churning, and you know, battle I, lines are being drawn. Was, There's nothing uh, new to report on that. I was reading this thing. They had a commissioner's court this week. I think it was this week or last week. And basically... Are they going to put a bat symbol well, there? No, they were talking about Sheriff Henderson, the sheriff here. Brandon Henderson. And uh, they only have 45 out of like 300 officers with body cameras. Okay. And they're talking about allocating money for more potty cameras and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. What are your thoughts on that? And well, it's funny. Well, no, it's just funny that number to me. It's like, like, <laughs> why? What do these forty-five people do to well, deserve a body camera? Yeah, I mean, it's kind of like because it's it's low enough to where you're like, oh, is this an entry level program? Yeah, Two hundred and fifty-five well, people, like, yeah. Well, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's either low enough to where it's an entry trying program where they're learning. It's how probably to do it, what it is. Or it's like, no, these officers need to be. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, eh, I mean, because there's a large, I mean, it was a big difference, like 45 out of like 400 or 300 or something like that. And I was it's like, probably their, yeah. you know, body, it's an infrastructure that's involved. It's not just the cameras, but you got to store the information. You got to collate well, it I'm and categorize to see it. And what, like, store you, what, like, what the union says about that stuff, because it's like, do you have to voluntarily have a camera on you, or is it? No, I because I feel like that. Be I like, am all for law. Every law well, enforcement you are, officer, but I'm talking as the officer's officer's perspective, because that's kind of like invasion of privacy a little bit. Not on the job, and there is no expectation of privacy on the job. Because, because from what I understand, they turn it on when they're doing stuff. There's no automatic on. Like if I'm using the restroom, it's not on, right? I would presume so. Okay, and for 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 that purpose, but I, I would think. Like, every know, law enforcement, works, but every law enforcement like member of character should want to ar- have a body camera on. Well, I feel like you can argue it's the right of privacy because... There like, is no expectation of privacy on the job. Except for, like, going to the bathroom. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. But that's it. You can, you know, you work at uh, Amazon, there's cameras everywhere. Their supervisor is looking over your shoulder. You just can't have a camera in the bathroom. But uh, up until that point, absolutely, you... you, you you are under scrutiny, and rightfully so. I'm talking about just the bathroom visits. Well, yeah, you can turn it off. There's probably a, a, a the bathroom button. You think there's a bathroom button? Yeah. Did you say Alexa? But it, but here's the <laughs> Alexa taking a leak, and then it's like maybe after 15 minutes, no matter what, it automatically comes well, back on. I was thinking in my mind, I go, all right. So if there's a manual turn on for them. now you're still depending on a human to turn it on. If there's like a heat of the moment scenario, that's and that's. The rub, it's woe betide the law enforcement officer who has a body camera and is in an altercation, especially one involving a fatality, an officer involved shooting, let's say, one way or the other, getting shot or shooting, and yeah. that body camera's not on. So there should be something that would Well, I think they're getting money. That. So they're, apparently they're getting the, Good. the 45's going up. Good. I love so. law enforcement with every fiber of my being, and that's why I want every single one I mean, of not, them to wear a every body fiber. camera. Every fiber. Like, like the back end of me, I don't really want... To love them from that angle. Dude, are you taking this down a dark avenue? Yeah, okay. You said every fiber, so I was like, you know that. I know everything. I would, I would love. Kind of part of me. I would cuddle every law enforcement officer I could. What's going on here? I know not. Is it, oh, let's get them in. Let's get them in. Are these are? Uh, yeah, I think they are. Go get them. Well, you're the one closer, dude. I'm. I'm also like twice your age. I've got grandchildren. You can't, you can't claim that yet. I'm sorry. My son is older than you. I'm sorry. When you when your hair is outgrowing, if you still have hair. You can't you can't use that. I'm sorry. When it's still- hair is a sign of strength. Duh. <laughs> so if you were bald, I'd be like, oh, I'm so sorry. Your pathetic little existence. I, I still got some on. I have I still to protect got some there. you. 
Yeah, you have. I like your hair. Do I have Will long flowing locks? <laughs> okay. Man, <laughs> killing me here. But uh, but I hope everyone uh, is you know staying dry right now. And uh, one thing I did want to mention as we're talking about movies is the 2021 Oscars. Basically, they're going to have an in-person event. No Zoom. I was really hoping for a Zoom Oscar because I wanted to see how bad that would have taken. Like, did they just want to use the bathroom? I always got two minutes, man. You know how to be punctual. <laughs> but yeah, so they were. I like to were, make an entrance. They were so ta- talk to me about the Oscars. They, well, now? they were talking about doing a Zoom Oscars, <laughs> and like in my mind, I immediately think of all those funny Zoom problems people have. You know, it's like, oh, I forgot to turn off my camera. Who's doing um? Oh God, what was that guy's name who got caught? Uh, uh, Elliot something. I don't know. Oh, I've already Touch, lost his he, name. He was doing adult he, behavior. He was yeah. He was doing adult behavior during in the middle of a meeting. I mean, there's videos of people smoking bongs and like doing like going. My favorite ones are the, like the like the parents come in and they like are mad because the kid didn't pick up the breakfast or something. They come in to start berating the child. It's like, you, you, you know, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, boom, I'm in school. <laughs> and I think there's another one I saw where it was like, the dad likes to just wear boxers. Mm-hmm. That's what he was doing. So like, he, you see him like in the background going around in boxers. And uh, yeah, I mean, that's just the way, that's the way schools that's are. Oh, brave me, new world in which we live. You know what's live. funny? It reminds me, I was reading this thing that, um, like uh, Fort Bend ISD, Houston ISD, like a bunch of ISDs are facing problems with their students failing. And like the, it, what I understand is the the standard across the board for all these schools is attendance is measured by like turning in homework mm-hmm. and things like that. So if like you don't turn in homework, you like get counted absent in some, some classes because they don't have like Zoom classes. It's mm-hmm. like hey, this is what it is. I make a video of the lesson, and then you do it. And uh, now ISDs are basically going, hey, if you're absent X amount of times, you're going to be forced to come into school. Like they're forcing you to yeah. to get COVID, basically. And that's what, that's what people are saying. Well, there you go. Oh, hold on. Um, I, I got a, got a late-breaking update here. So earlier it's talking about these, quote, kids on the stage. It was the Joyful Sound Homeschool Choir and Performing Arts under the direction of Conroe resident Paula Spencer for the last 30 oh, years. You guys, Thank you. You guys. No, I mean, this I, is important. No, these kids were awesome, by the let way. Let me ask they were you doing something, Sean. Stuff. I know with COVID, how do you guys keep cleaning all those horns you toot on yourself? All those what? The horns you toot for yourself. <laughs> Like, how do you clean this? I got, I, I don't. Apparently, at the theater that that I'm doing stuff at, there's a Jesus. there's an office pool going down. Is the actual at point in time in which I contract COVID. I will show them all. Mm. Mm. Okay. Well, you think they're done with the bathroom? I we can find out. It's ten oh one turn, on the dot. They, Let's take they a break. Off the camera. Let's take a break and. Uh, <laughs> Turn off our body cameras and yeah. get to it. All right, guys. You've listened to Dick and Skippy. We're going to be talking about the upcoming singer-songwriter inaugural singer-songwriter brunch. Happening at 202 North Main. Stick around. Montgomery County area from Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. With scheduled cleaning surfaces such as floor care, window care, trash collection, restroom disinfection, and stair and elevator cleaning, Clean Sweep can service a business one time or on a regular schedule with daily, weekly, and monthly options. Clean Sweep Office Cleaning can be found online at cleansweepofficecleaning.com 
or by calling 832-689-7996. Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. Take back your time and let us make your office shine. Mornings with Lone Star is sponsored by Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. Lone Star Community Radio is looking for those who are interested in hosting their own talk show. With monthly and weekly slots available on Conroe's FM 104.5, 106.1, and on IRLoneStar.com. Start your own podcast, create your first YouTube channel, and be on TV. Contact Lone Star Community Radio online at IRLoneStar.com or call the station message line at 936 936- Six four seven three seven seven six. Did you know there are more than 790 abused and neglected children currently in foster care in Montgomery County? Will you help make a difference? I'm Allie Stevens with Costa Child Advocates of Montgomery County. We train and support volunteers to be the voice of children in the foster care system. Kids are moved from their home because of abuse and neglect, and we need volunteers just like you to advocate for these children. To learn more about becoming an advocate, please visit costaspeaksforkids.com. That's costaspeaksforkids.com. Don't forget to download the Lone Star Community Radio app for your Google Play or Apple Store. Bring Montgomery County's community radio with you anywhere with your smartphone or tablet. If you are in the Conroe area, tune in on FM. That is Conroe's FM 104.5, 106.1. Lone Star Community Radio is looking for those who are interested in hosting their own talk show. With monthly and weekly slots available on Conroe's FM 104.5, 106.1, and on IRLoneStar.com. Start your own podcast, create your first YouTube channel, and be on TV. Contact Lone Star Community Radio online at IRLoneStar.com or call the station message line at 936-647-3776. Welcome back. Dick and Skippy in the mornings, 1004 on the dot in Drizzly, downtown historic Conroe, the day after. I'm so glad that weather wasn't that today's weather wasn't here last night because it was just beautiful last night. At the tree lighting ceremony, lots of great stuff. Lots of people showed up, petted horses, walked the square, listened to music, drank eggnog, everything. You're just drunk. Just introduce the people, Jesus. <laughs> no, just just me. But I get that a lot. So we have uh, we have Keith, Kayla. And Mason in the studios here. So, uh, of course, Keith uh, with uh, 202 Main, which is right here, believe it or not, on, on Main Street, uh, the 200 block on the corner. What, what's the size? Is that Simonson's, the side street? Uh, no, that's Metcalf. Metcalf. That, that's it. And we have the inaugural Songwriters Brunch happening coming up. Uh, so uh, it's happening December 13th, right? That's right. Yeah. Okay, give, me, so give me some details about this. How did it get started and, and what can people expect? So uh, we just got together with uh, Mason Lankford of Folk Family and uh, Kayla Doyle, who's here also of the dinner party, and then my sister also, Shelly Coley, mm-hmm. and uh, they're all local musicians, and we're just kind of brainstorming on something cool we could do for uh, Christmas time, and, uh, you know, who doesn't like food and music? Yep. So uh, we reached out to a, uh, a kitchen in uh, Houston called Little Kitchen HTX. And they make uh, a variety of gourmet foods. 
and they put together a really cool brunch for us that they're going to do down there. And then we're going to have live music and, uh, you know, something that's going to be really cool that'll be, uh, I think, something that can be like a tradition for uh, families going forward and a cool thing for downtown local musicians and uh, and families in Christmas time. That's awesome. So Little Kitchen HTX, they're actually catering in some food to yes. 202 Main there. Mm -hmm. mm. Yeah, it's going to be very good food. <laughs> One would hope. We've had their food before. It's amazing. Whereabouts are they located? Uh, they've got a brick and mortar in Rice Village that's new, but before that, they just did events. Awesome. Yep. Well, good. So food and music, you can never go wrong with that. Uh, so, uh, Mason, let's talk about you. Talk about your music style, how you got into it, and go. Yeah, no, no pressure. Right now? Yeah. <laughs> you want me to just play you a song? I'm just kidding. I'm not going to play you a song. <laughs> I did bring a guitar, but it got wet on the way in. Awesome. Let's see, I got a little piano app on my phone. We can I can do, do that. that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, I actually started playing with my brothers um, when I was really young, probably like 12, but, you know, wasn't very good then. It took a while to get okay enough to start playing uh, on stage. But we actually, we started around here, around Conroe. One of our first shows was at the Corner Pub, and uh, we've been playing around here ever since. We tour all over the place, but something about Conroe seems pretty special to us so we've kind of you know let this town adopt us and and done done the same so uh i don't know musical style i like old music um like now i'm old so you got to define is that 80s because that's 40 years ago let's go older i'm not okay. much of an 80s fan there uh, we go okay so <clears throat> right now i'm listening to a lot of hank williams and bob nah. bob wills and stuff like that nice but uh our style goes all the way from old country music up to like psychedelic rock and roll, and kind of right around the eighties we stop. Right <laughs> Man, disco just ruined so many opportunities musically after that. Well, great. Now, now Kayla, talk to me about uh, your singing and the dinner party. Yeah, um, my husband and I are in a band called the Dinner Party. Um, we we had a, a band called the Gypsy Davies before, and um, my husband and uh, Will Azell. Started it in Huntsville, Texas, and uh, we moved to L.A. and then to North Carolina, and after all the moving, we kind of split that band up, and I learned how to play uh, baritone ukulele and started writing songs, and we decided that the two of us are together all the time, and now we're writing songs together, so why don't we just start another band? So this, uh, this last year was our first year as a band, um, and now we've gathered two other local musicians. Um, they won't be playing with us at this particular show, um, but we've got a cellist and a, another lead guitar player that is a local musician, Charles Peters, that plays with us. Um, we sing a lot of love songs and uh, a lot of songs about birds. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. So there, and anyone well, you, that adds... You know, uh, you know Conroe is like one of the biggest bird watching places is it yeah, yeah. Hmm. inspire a new song there and yeah. any band that adds a classical instrument to its repertoire is really good yeah mm -hmm. and i'm talking of course about the ukulele i just taught myself <laughs> go your own way by fleetwood mac on the ukulele so i'm very proud of that accomplishment uh, that's cool i'm telling you by the end of this he's going to try to get into one else bands. <laughs> oh yeah I sit in on that um no i'm not judging but who moves from la to north carolina usually it's the other um, way around uh, well People that don't make a million dollars a year. <laughs> uh, it was uh, 
Minimum. Yeah, minimum. Yeah. Uh, the homeless people in LA make the million a year. Yes, and they they like build whole houses on the street. We thought about it. Well, I thought that would be interesting. <laughs> yeah, it's inspiring. Yeah. Uh, no, we we got an opportunity um, to move to North Carolina, and at the end of the year, we kind of balanced our checkbooks and realized that you know the other mountains were calling, and and there was also a big bluegrass scene, so we were ready to kind of shift the style of music that we were around. People didn't do campfire jams and anything like that because nobody had backyards in Los Angeles. So we really missed that that music community feeling. So we moved over to the other coast and tried it out over there. Oh, I'm glad that you finally made your way back over yeah, over this way here. Texas. There's a lot more campfires here. Cool. So, uh, Keith, talk to me about 202 Maine. Like, what is it? Where is it? What's the history behind it? So uh, we opened up, uh, you know, on June 26th, I think, and that was like the day before the governor shut everything down. Of course, so, yeah. It was personal. I, I, I was in on that meeting. We, They're we like, actually never hey, got notified. Too. Oh, really? Yeah, we still haven't received a letter of the shutdown, so we, we, we went we just business, going. business as usual. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but no, I heard Abbott saying, 202 Main supposed to open tomorrow. <laughs> Check this out. Yeah, yeah, it was really, really sorry of him to do that. But uh, I don't know what you did to him. <laughs> yeah, right, wag your finger at him now. Yeah. Stole his girl. Yeah, exactly. But no, man, we're, uh, we're downtown Conroe, like you said, and uh, we uh, completely remodeled this building on the corner. And, uh, you know, our hope is to it get... It is a, beautiful. Thank you very much. Uh, our hope is to get a lot of live music in there. Uh, right now, we're open to the public some, and we're doing live music events, and we're doing uh, private parties, and our hope is after the first of the year to uh, be open on a regular schedule as long now, as... Now, is this uh, something where people down. can come in and, and rent space, like yeah. if I wanted a bar mitzvah there or something? Or? Exactly. Okay. Yeah, you can definitely do yeah, that. Yeah, I will say... Specialty not me personally, <laughs> but <laughs> not, not another one. 202's already disappointed me several times because I'm walking down the street, and I'm like, oh, awesome, it's open. And it's a private party. I walk in on a private party. I was like, I don't recognize any of these people. And <laughs> just, like, you just got to come in invites. like you own the place. Yeah, well, then I was <laughs> like, maybe maybe I can get a drink, though. Yeah. Let's see. <laughs> That's a good point. You bring up there our event on the 13th after, is it 3 p.m.? Yes. After 3 p.m., we're opening the bar up for, for anybody to come for in. For anybody, so yeah. You don't have to have tickets unless you're just going to the brunch portion. But then afterwards, everybody can bring their friends over and party yeah, with so us. We'll be- Open well, I'm looking day, forward to Sunday, it because it's a chill spot and like it's it's not as it's I haven't been inside yet, but I, I you've been talking. You probably about don't it. know where it is. It's awesome. I've it's been, on the corner. I've been, are you sure you know where that is? <laughs> yeah, I, I I keep walking down Main Street as the numbers go down, and when I get to 204, I know I'm very very close. Okay, <laughs> good. Well, you know I've been there several times because especially when they're like downtown's throwing an event, you guys have been open, and it's I'm excited about seeing what happens. Like you said at the turn of the year. And especially with this event, this community—that's like this mixes my two favorite things, like brunch and music. That's not that's, too loud. Yeah, and that's what we were going for. So that's wonderful. Yeah. Now, is there like a website people can go to to find out about this? Yeah, you can go to two hundred two mainconroe dot com, and uh, actually, right when you click on it, a link will pop up and tell you about the event, and uh, you can buy tickets there. We're selling them by the tables. Because uh, we're wanting to, uh, you know, do a really cool event, but also, you know, promote social distancing and make it a safe event, event and, uh, you know, something that everybody can have a good time at, but still feel like they're in a safe environment and 
enjoy themselves. Awesome. And you're telling me, Keith, that someone else already snagged 202 Maine? What do you mean? Because you're 202 Maine Conroe. Oh, yes. Dot, dot com, oh, I mean. Yes, Sorry, yes. dot com. Yeah, someone Let's had see already who it got is. that. This yeah, always, let's see who they are. This is always a dangerous probably game. probably somebody that wants a bunch of money for No, it's just a redirect. That's boring. Yeah. yeah. It looks like one of those uh, essential we'll oil places. Yeah, don't visit dickandskippy.com. <laughs> <laughs> you know. Oh, really? I'm just making that up. <laughs> we need to get that before someone else does. Um, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I just realized that. So uh, I know I put I'm putting all the info in the description, so if people are listening in their car and they can't have anything to write down on our Facebook and everything. You can find everything about 202 Main and all all that kind of stuff. So the ticket purchases and things like that. Just want to remind folks don't don't freak out. Just know the date. Let's do the date. Say it three times for people. December thirteenth. Okay. December thirteenth. <laughs> okay. And December 13th. Saturday, Saturday, Saturday. That's it's Sunday. A Sunday. 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 So now you're screwing with the, the system. That's, that's right. What time, Sunday, what time Monday. do I need to show up? Uh, it's uh, Doors open at 11 a.m. 11 a.m. And then. What am uh, I eating? I'll let Kayla go over that menu. No, I wanna, with you. no when, when? Like, when, do I eat right uh, when I walk in? Or? Well, this is important to Dick. You, there'll mm-hmm. be some stuff on the table, Dang. I believe, right when you walk in. <clears throat> okay, cool. And then, uh, and then everything. Like, I think the full thing starts serving like at noon. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Okay. So. And we're we'll have um, it'll be full service, so there won't be. So people are coming to my table bothering me. Yes. Oh, great. Only if you only if you ask them to. You're gonna have a light that you turn on. Oh, nice. Yeah, because yeah. you don't want to interrupt things. It's like ponchos yeah. with the flag. Exactly. I'm, yeah. I'm, man, I miss But a little ponchos. more Christmassy. <laughs> yeah. Well, it could be a Christmassy flag. For sure. Raise Christmas star. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> raise the star of David. So, is someone else here? Yeah, that's, that's my lady and oh, my she, little lady. Like, yeah. I mean, they can come yeah, in. Yeah, they but can come in. Yeah. We only have so many mics, unfortunately. <laughs> yeah, she oh. she ran away. She's Daisy's going to want to holler in the microphone. She'll have yeah. a lot to say. <laughs> All right, let's tell them about that menu. The menu, what we're going uh, to, we're doing kind of multiple courses, um, and they call it family style, so it'll be like a beautiful platter um, of food. And we'll start out with some biscuits and a home, house-made strawberry jam and country Ooh. bacon gravy. Ooh. And then uh, the main course is going to be smoked pork loin, sweet potato hash, roasted cauliflower scramble, and turkey sausages with grilled apple jam. What? And then we're going to wrap it all up at the end with some dessert by Vernell's. Am I yep. saying that Vernell's, right? Vernell's, yeah. Yeah, uh, which is a local coffee shop down the street. Right on Main Street. Some delicious desserts. Man, I've yeah, been expecting Vienna really sausages. Good. This no, is awesome. Gourmet brunch. This is awesome, man. You, yeah. you, you eat Vienna sausages and cheese cubes for brunch? Oh, man, I keep Armour potted meat product in business. <laughs> <laughs> it's like 32 cents a can, and you know, get that in a That's box disgusting. of saltines. So, how much is a ticket? Uh, a table for two is $150. Okay. Uh, and that includes all your food and uh, the best local music that you'll be able to find anywhere. Okay. So, uh, yeah, it's going to be. What's, what's the alcohol rule on some uh, noon, I was right? about to go there. Thank you. Noon? You can be eating mimosas and stuff? Yeah, or? we'll have mimosas. Okay. We have a holiday, Mary's. holiday uh, cocktail menu made up. Okay. Are we yeah. going to have some of Daddy's special eggnog? Yes. <laughs> awesome. I'm there. Yeah. Also, yeah, we have a whole list of holiday cocktails, too. Another thing to talk about is that a lot of the shops on the mm-hmm. on the square here in downtown Conroe have, have helped us with the event. So whenever you get a ticket and you come to the event, you also get a gift certificate to, is it like 10 
participating yeah. shops? I think there's like six or seven shops. Uh, I didn't bring that flyer with me, but there's like uh, Branding Iron, Main Street Merchants, uh, Sweet Texas Treasures, Mimi's on Main. All those are uh, going to offer discounts, discounted shopping after the event. So, so after after you're done eating brunch, we want to encourage everybody to shop around Conroe and 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 buy purchase from local shops. But you also get a discount, so you can do some Christmas shopping and probably that's save cool. save your money back that you might spend on the ticket. Yeah, that's yeah. awesome. So we got a table of two for one fifty, and then it just kind of goes by. Like, what's your uh, highest populated table? Six, six people. Six. Yeah. Six. yeah, yeah, okay. And we're actually doing um, this evening. We're going to post it on uh, the two hundred two Mains Facebook page. And then we'll share it to our personal pages and, and band pages. Um, we're going to give away a table for two. Um, and all you've got to do is share the event, like the post, and tag three friends. Yep. Um, and we'll do that drawing on Friday at 4 p.m. for the table. How, how many t- tables are there? Uh, uh, total. Or how, how many can you comfortably sit at the uh, at this event? Do you oh, think? yeah. I mean, I think it'll comfortably sit like a hundred. Awesome. We're, yeah, we're making it a hundred people so, event. This is intimate, but not like bistro. No, the space up is pretty big. I think we have twenty-six yeah. tables. Oh, nice. Yeah, the space is big. Have you have you you haven't been inside of it? I already admitted to that. I know okay. a guy that can let you in. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I, I want to see so it. So far away. Preferably when I'm not crashing deep. somebody else's wedding reception like Dick. <laughs> I mean, it happens, man. When you see a lot of people and a lot of music, you're like, I wonder what's going on in there, and it's like, I don't know any of these people. <laughs> just, I mean, you've seen wedding just, crashers. You just gotta walk yeah. in. <laughs> I think I think Own that's it. what's really neat about the event, uh, the the venue is it's like it, you can't have a private event. It's in downtown, so it has that feel of a downtown. But you have this your own little thing. Yeah, it's kind of mm-hmm. kind of a neat thing. Yeah, and no fires in those fireplaces, right? <laughs> no, that's just all for show. That's just for show. Okay. And Keith, what, what I'll drink, prompted? I'll drink you? enough <clears throat> to try to start one, see if it works. There you go. <laughs> what prompted you to 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 buy the property out and and get it set up like this? Uh, I mean, basically, just uh, I've always really had a thing for Conroe and downtown Conroe and uh, Robert and Janice uh, Sikolsky, who are our landlords, uh, you know, they kind of approached us with ideas and we had some ideas about what we would like to do down here. And we just kind of teamed up to uh, renovate the place and try to make it into something unique for downtown and another draw for downtown. because, I mean, it's my belief and uh, their belief as well is that you have to have multiple things going on down here to make it a really a destination spot. And so that's that's the idea is just getting more stuff down here to to bring people down so that, you know, if you're having fun at Corner Pub and you want to bounce over to 202 Main, to Pacific Yard House, they're revamping Martins Hall. They've got some plans for a building on Metcalf. So... There's a lot of stuff going on, and uh, the more it gets down here, I think it's going to be better for everyone. Well, I didn't. I do like the idea of the brunch hours because downtown Conroe really does start moving probably past seven p.m., especially if there's a, a a play or something. Yeah. But not really during the day. Yeah. So it's kind of cool that you're going to be doing it at like starting at eleven. Yeah. Food at noon. Yeah. And even that, we just wanted it to be a unique unique event, and so uh, that was kind of kind of what we bounced around and came yeah. up with and i think it'll be something really cool that you know people are going to like and they're going to want to come back for and it'll be something that we can you know build on for the years to come okay so. yep that's well, awesome now i gotta ask this because i'm a cheapskate it, it sounds a lot a little pricey 
But is that just the norm? I don't really. No, I mean, my wife really hates me because I don't take her anywhere. Yeah, so it's basically just you. It's more expensive like than the bowling just, alley. You're just really <laughs> okay. cheap. Well, no, because when I when I Dick's heard the used price, to bowling free night. So well, that's why I work at the bowling alley once a week so I can bowl for free. That's like that's how cheap I am. I was like, I'd rather just you know cut my hands up and then so I could not pay you anything. I think no. two of the two of the like kind of the special points of it are um, Keith mentioned how neat it is to bring in some chefs from Houston yeah. into downtown Conroe where a lot of people are afraid to go into the city. We're going to bring, you know, the taste of the city to you. Um, and then another thing, you know, listening, getting to actually sit down and listen to the music that we write is a really special experience. Cause you know, Mason, he's in a rock band yeah. and to get to sit there in a kind of quiet environment and, and, I totally get and that. listen to the words that he's written and, and, you know, me and my husband write pretty intricate lyrics that a lot of people don't get to hear because they're really in a crowded cool. bar. Um, those kind of two things that you're not going to find in Conroe, you know, very often. Well, this um, is like the way I'm, perceived it was you know like a buffet but this sounds to me like a show yeah like, this is a full you know, experience like you're going there you know, kind of you're getting it's also we we kind of, when we were thinking it up and and talking about how much we should make a table sell for we thought about what people might do during the holidays when they go out with their families and go to a nice restaurant yeah and go, go to do something we think that ours is actually probably pretty close to that if not like a little more affordable it sounds even more special too yeah. because and, you get the songwriter approach because mm-hmm. that's that also, to me is what i the, would pay money for is just to listen to mason sing by himself yeah because that's a big yeah. deal to me for music i like i'm like i'd rather just listen to this guy and not deal with that means th- so much to me. Well, <laughs> it happens, and and they deal with a thousand people around you, and like it's just yeah. I'd rather just listen to him. Or it's going to be a really, like, you know, intimate songwriter brunch is is what we're going for, and and it's also a full day event. So you're getting there in the morning, and and we're serving you this three course brunch that we're bringing to you on a silver platter, maybe if we get them. Computer <laughs> at the least. might be you know, While you're eating, you, you get this experience of, of actually getting to listen to these songs and getting to know us. You know? Yeah. Um, and then afterwards, having the shopping experience. So you're also getting this like kind of full day from start to finish. And then the idea with the cocktail hour is that you would come back, right, and, and maybe invite some more people and have a an evening of cocktails and yeah. Christmas cool. music. You can have wristbands then, right? So if I show up and have some mimosas <laughs> and then leave for, for a bit, yeah. I get to come back. Yeah. Cool. Okay. Yeah, and I would encourage everybody to follow the musicians on social media and the Little Kitchen HDX and Vernell's. Uh, I mean, if you just follow their Instagram page, like Little Kitchen, I mean, their food is amazing. Like, just the pictures of it. Mm-hmm. It's so like, good. I mean, so... I mean, you're getting like a made-from-scratch meal that uh, you know would probably cost you, you know, forty bucks a person or something in a normal. Well, setting, I'm gonna you get know? two tickets. It's my anniversary. Awesome. That week. Oh, so nice. it's special. It sounds special. So I'll go put me down for a table for two. Okay. Got <laughs> it. Because that's my wife's gonna be so happy I did something on my own. That's right. <laughs> send you the I'll send you the link to lock in. Yeah, yeah, I got it right here. <laughs> but uh, but no, it sounds because I was trying to kind of visualize the experience and things like that, and that that always comes to me first. Like, okay, I understand pain because you guys are musicians, you are paid musicians, so it's like yeah, they have to get paid, and the food 
It sounds but like not ten thousand dollars a year. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> not like a Santa Claus. Just, yeah. just yeah. enough for some Christmas yeah. presents. We're back on the what makes you a professional? <laughs> and uh, so the cocktail menu that sounds really cool at three p.m. Everyone's welcome into two o two. Have some holiday drinks and stuff like that. That's really cool. So is this something you want to do monthly, or is it more of like quarterly or seasonally? We'll we'll, yeah. we'll probably do some other uh, other different events. You know that are that are similar in style, but like uh, this one is going to be unique to like a, Dece- a December event each year. Something that we do for Christmas, um, but we'll we'll do similar stuff probably you know, quarterly or something like that, or maybe even monthly once things get, you know, kind of back to normal. Yeah, that's one of the scariest things I imagine, especially at both industries y'all are in, is the normal. Mm-hmm. When, if that's happening, it has it happened. When, are, when am I going to be told if we're allowed to do stuff? But I just ignore everything. So we, <laughs> we haven't, as, as far as my band goes, I mean, we haven't been, we haven't been on the road as heavy as, as we were before everything shut down because not everything's back open, but... The the limited events that we have done, we haven't had any trouble with getting people to come to them. I yeah. think people are so mm-hmm. hungry for live music right now and understanding the importance of community and being around people and live entertainment because we were kind of starved of it for you know seven months or whatever. That uh, I don't know. We just we we haven't had trouble with it. Other than making the events happen has been a struggle, but yeah. if you can get them to happen, they yeah. haven't had. Yeah, yeah. you you played at White Oak Music Hall. Yeah, they and they, they do they, an interesting thing. They have grids at White Oak. It's really cool. Uh, if you if anybody listening wants to go out to a show there, it's kind of how we do how we're doing our event where you have to purchase a table at our event. They per, they have uh, grids for sale, so you and a group of like six people or something. I think like it's that. ten yeah. per grid. So you you purchase like a a grid, and I think they I think all they can fit in there is like nine hundred and fifty, I think. But it was sold out completely. Yeah. So you know people are wanting to go. Yeah, yeah. it's great you're able to do that. Now I know that Mason did bring a guitar deck. I don't I don't ask a people what? to sing. Oh, <laughs> uh, I don't think he's waiting to be asked. No, he's good. I don't want to hear it right he now. He doesn't want to hear me sing. I, I want to pay. If you want to hear me sing. sing. Oh, you don't want to. Yeah. I want to pay for Just it. Just play one I chord. I want to get my money's worth. You know, okay. That's my annual purchase okay. is, are these tickets. So it's just, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but no, I mean, if you really do want to play, you're more than welcome to play. I just I just know musicians in the morning. I wouldn't not play a song. song. I can play a song at any time. It just would be, you know, it, it just depends on what time it is. If it's good or not, yeah. <laughs> well, that's what like I've experienced with with artists. It's like usually the morning's not the best time because ah, they're th- they haven't warmed up or maybe some thrash metal. Or just just it doesn't know. matter. You have to give me a minute to make sure it's tuned. Talk about yeah. something. How about Rhode Island? It's not a road or an island. <laughs> I've never been there, so I have no idea. You, if you tell me that, I believe it. You could literally walk it. In one afternoon, it's probably yeah. only one road. How, how wide is it? Islands <laughs> with roads yeah, it's on pretty, them? pretty narrow at some points, huh? I don't know. I've never been either. I, I haven't either. Probably it's probably where AAA, AAA was founded. Well, if you notice on the eastern seaboard, every state's like the size of a nickel, and as you get progressively farther west, I think that we're doing is like, man, I don't want to be doing these lines. Just you Somebody take this, <laughs> you take three million square miles. We'll call it even. Has something to do with the rivers, maybe? Yeah. I don't know. Okay, what song am I playing this early in the morning? Kayla? <laughs> you got any ideas? Uh, if you sing Harvest Moon. How about Loving You is Beautiful by Minnie Ripper? <laughs> can I play other people's songs? Yeah, you can do it. You can do whatever. Or, or you can sing Cotton Dress and Heavy. 
here. I- Harvest Moon is my wife and I's dance song. Is it really? Yeah. Oh, there you go. You got to play that one. Okay, then. I'll do that. Uh, I was going to do a Hank Williams song. Oh, but... uh, it's a cover. Yeah. And no one's listening anyway, so it doesn't you matter. You guys pay your ASCAP <laughs> fees? Yeah. We do it. You do now. <laughs> got rain songs too how many songs do you guys want <laughs> we only have 25 more minutes so i can fit four well, songs in there we'll go with the one okay what's your wife's name holly this one's for you holly <sighs> look at that
gonna see you dance again Cause I'm still in love with you On this harvest moon Just a little preview. Yeah, it's a little yeah. taste of December 13th. Mason Lankford for this uh, the inaugural, a.k.a. first annual, the Holiday Songwriters Brunch on Sunday the 13th. Sunday, 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 Sunday. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Sunday, <laughs> Sunday, Sunday. <laughs> I love it. All right, so tickets are available at 202 uh, com. I put it all there. Uh, tables for two, tables for four, tables for six. We get... Uh, if you have a special event, like I'm going to be doing a special event with my wife, which is our our second anniversary. But if you have a family thing, or it's it's very family friendly, it's a brunch. Yes. This isn't a honky tonk. Nope. There's not any. Is there not any chicken wire in front of Mason and the <laughs> throwing not a beer bottle Kayla the over here? It's a good place to bring your family for the holidays. It's going to be a good family yeah. holiday. Event. And if you have a special request, uh, if you have a special request and you need more than six, or we need to put tables together or something yeah. like that. If you have a bigger family, we can make that work, too. They can email you through the website, right? Yep. Yeah, cool. And, uh, of course, on Facebook and all that stuff if they want to find us. Yeah, just let us know. We'll Brunch. we'll make it work for you. Yep. Yeah. All that food. I'm probably just going to mix it all together. <laughs> That's usually what I do. So. <laughs> well, I'm going to want a full report on Monday, that, the following yeah. Monday. Thanksgiving leftover burritos are my favorite yeah, food. Yeah, just put everything together, man. <laughs> You always got to order like three times the amount of uh, bread because you're going to eat that later. It's going to be a sandwich. Now I'm hungry for that. Thank you. There you go. (laughs) Well, you need to shut down so we can eat breakfast now. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. But, uh, you know, that was. Thank you for singing that song. I really like that song. And I like Uh, your music too. I I love that song. Uh, I don't. uh, We learned it because the band was. Folk Family was going up to Canada. We were going to Alberta. I was like, we need to learn a bunch of Neil Young stuff. Yeah. And I figured out, like, people in Alberta don't really like Neil Young very much. Because <laughs> it's an oil, it's like a bunch of oil going on there, and Neil's kind of, you and, know. Yeah, he's a big, uh, <laughs> a big activist there. Yeah. I was like, whoops, whatever, it's still well, great let's, music. <laughs> let's, let's, let's remind folks, so tell name the bands you guys are in, but on the 13th will be, so. I imagine you're going to be with your, your husband, yes. right? For dinner party. So the dinner party is a band. You can listen to them, stream them. Where, where's, where can we find everything on you? Um, most of our, we're in the process of uh, making our kind of. I'm, had, I'm producing their their album. Oh, okay. We're making a, a new shiny record this year. It's gonna um, be so shiny. It's gonna be so shiny. It's gonna uh, go but we have aluminum. stuff on YouTube and um, our website, and uh, I believe we're on iTunes. I don't know. Well, I don't know. <laughs> I'll look you up. I don't if people are you're looking, my producer. You're my manager. You should know. I'm me. not your manager. If people are looking, <laughs> it's under job. the dinner I party, am? though, right? You're my manager. What? It's under the dinner party. Under though. the dinner party, yeah. yeah. Um, and usually, if you type in the dinner party band, it turns out people have dinner parties that aren't music. So <laughs> some stuff will come up. Yeah, there was a local theater uh, in Houston, um, and 
when they started up, they called themselves Stark Naked Theater, and they had to, after a year, they had to change their name because when you call up Stark Naked Theater on a Google search, mm, yes, you get something I way different see, than what they wanted. I can so, see that causing some confusion and so, problems in your search history. It's no longer location, location, location. Now it's your name, name, name. <laughs> I'm adding it to the description. Awesome. I'm, I'm doing stuff. Don't look at me. So you got the dinner party band, and that's 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 uh, Shane and Kayla have been the core of that band since they started. They've got some additions now here from Conroe, but uh, the two of them is going to be a nice special Christmas mm-hmm. treat. They got some good good stuff they're working on. Some Christmas songs, well, which are very acoustic hard. music is my favorite kind of music. Yeah, I'm getting around, and, I'm getting back around to that right now. And the, that's the, well, the, yeah, the the experience is so much. I have so much more connection with an artist if I'm just listening to them, or you know, a couple of bandmates. But when it's the whole band, I'm like, all right, let's party. So <laughs> yeah. I don't really care what they're yeah. singing. I'm partying. And it's yeah, nice absolutely. in this environment too. It gives you, it gives the artist a chance to talk about the songs, whether yeah, it's a song that I love they wrote that or a song that they cover or whatever. But it gives them a chance to say what that song means to them, mm-hmm. and then. You know, you kind of share that going forward, knowing what you know about the song and how it's sung and where it came from. It's a that's and a unique that's thing. That's pretty much the only thing like the beacon I see. If I like my wife, she's like, "You want to go see some music?" I'm like, "Is it just him and the guitar?" I'm like, "Yeah, I'll go. Let's go do that." Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So probably my favorite concert I've ever been to was Jackson Brown by himself. Oh, sweet. Mm-hmm. So there was like 200 of us in a room, and he was like three hours of him just talking about his music. That was really cool. Yeah, that's and, awesome. Uh, I can't wait. There's a bunch of other folks i would love to see and i'm looking forward to seeing you guys yeah we're looking forward to it. it's gonna be fun it's a daytime thing on a sunday yeah it's nice to be able to share your songs with people and you know like when you're playing at honky tonks and stuff it's a lot of fun but usually you're just kind of like creating an atmosphere yes rather than actually digging into the the all the gears down lower in the music yeah so, but well, yeah, I feel like with acoustic style music, especially if you have an album version and you have an acoustic version, it's almost like the people who consume the acoustic version will listen to that particular song for generations. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's if that makes sense. Yeah. And uh, it, like I think the connection is a lot stronger for to, to the listener. It's the yeah. meat and the potatoes of yeah. the song. I, I also like to, just as a music listener, when when kind of big-name artists will have their full production album and then they'll have four bonus tracks at the end. Yeah. It's like mm-hmm. that to get to kind of hear where it probably started, right? Which mm-hmm. is them with their guitar and their house writing the song and then they added all 16 well, yeah. other instruments. It's really neat to get to hear the songs that way. Um, well, especially if the band is more of a musical band, mm-hmm. so you get to see where the yeah. lyrics come from and then you get to hear, you know, like, let's get everybody in mm-hmm. and right. do it. So those I was, are... I was just... Uh, I'm a fan of Sturgill Simpson, and yeah. I've I've listened to all of his albums, and you know he's got like honky tonk to hardcore rock and roll, and he just put out a new one called Cutting Grass that I was listening to last night, and he's redone all of his songs with bluegrass instruments, and I'm like, man, that, I don't know if it's better, but it's really really cool like <laughs> mm-hmm. this, you know? Yeah. Obviously, he thought it was cool enough to put like 20 songs on an album, and then he's going to do a follow up to it, mm-hmm. all bluegrass versions of his rock and roll songs. So. I love that album cover too. Yeah, with him on, <laughs> on the lawnmower. It's hilarious. So he writes songs on the lawnmower, man. Best place to write them. Yeah, I feel like musicians. That's why I, I like to see musicians do that because you know they're always searching. 
Mm-hmm. It's it's not more of like oh we're just gonna be writing this. It, that's I think that's where country music gets in a rut, mm-hmm. where they become famous for a certain sound, and mm-hmm. then it's like we got to continue the sound and keep moving. Yeah. Kind of like Florida Georgia Line, for example. Mm-hmm. It's like all their songs sound the same to me, and they've yeah. been around for fifteen plus years. Well, it's those kind of bands they they find a sound that sells, and then it all it only fo- like. The record labels focus on that and make them do yeah. that. They they create this environment where creative people can't be creative mm-hmm. for, for what what does what did it for them in the first place. It's what's mm-hmm. what's bringing money into the record label, which is I mean no fault to them. Well, yeah, the record labels it. don't care about the music. Yeah, <laughs> well, I mean, it's, I mean, at one so point they're putting labels on it. At one point, as a musician, you're like, oh, I'll do another album and get paid money if it's mm-hmm. just me doing this. So. But not not me as a person. I like to consume that kind of home stuff. Yeah, I like I like to hear what an artist wants to do. Yeah, yeah Neil Young has a cool album uh, live at Massey Hall. It's like oh, in the yeah. like late seventies. That's a cool that's a cool acoustic album with yeah. him. So. Awesome. Now, when, when's Folk Family gonna do? We we dropped an album um, June seventh. Yeah. Of two thousand nineteen. And we were riding the wave on it. It was going really good. We were about to do a big three-month tour all the way up in Canada, and we were going to be in Canada for a couple of months yeah. with the Manitoba Music Group. And then, you know, the big... Uh, big C. The big C. <laughs> so we've kind of been laying low. Um, it's hard to tour right now because nothing's open. You yeah. Know? So, like, for instance, one of the only shows we have on the books outside of Conroe is like we we're taking an airplane to Idaho for one show and then flying back, you know, cause we can't route dates up. Yeah. But I've been writing a bunch of music recently and, uh, I don't know. I'm just now, yeah, now's the time to do it, I guess. I yeah. am waiting to see how many songwriters come up with, I got them COVID blues. There's a <laughs> how handful many of them. Versions of that title will be out there in the next <laughs> six months. Yeah, there's a lot of blues songs coming out of the whole COVID thing and all the other crazy things that have been going on. Well, you have to admit, Sean, I mean, through struggle, beautiful music can be produced. Absolutely. So and it might not be particular to COVID, but people are struggling today. Absolutely. I don't know about so. you guys, but I've had a really good time with the whole COVID thing. <laughs> <laughs> I've really been enjoying it. Well, I really have. I've had a great time. You got to, it, for Mason, it was special. He had a Daisy, his daughter. Yeah. Right before the pandemic, really, so he got to be there for where he might have been on the road. Yeah, I would have been. Think about that. I would have been on the road while she was learning how to walk and talk, Mm and you know, been able to work on houses and stuff. It's fun. Mm -hmm. It. I. I remember at the very beginning, (laughs) uh, right before the pandemic hit, we we work um, work. I guess we have fun in this uh, group called uh, Zen City. And we go to music festivals and kind of create this space um, in the campgrounds where people can come and share music and hear music. Um, and uh, last year we had this really busy year planned, and then they were going to be on tour, and we were starting this band. We were booking two tours, and I remember looking at the calendar at the beginning of the year, like, "Oh no, how we're are not we going to be able to pull this, this off." <laughs> and then it would be really cool if something <laughs> shut this down. <laughs> It was you. I know. Jacques. It might have been, been us. We, we did, did some a couple rain dances. dances. Yeah. Jacques, uh, Kayla. Jacques. I know. Sacrifice but, but it was, chickens. It was, you know, it, yeah. 
there were a lot of bummers, but there were a, being a musician, there were a lot of like you know silver linings. I I learned how to play the guitar, and then wrote 14 songs during the pandemic. You so you know that that probably wouldn't have happened. And um, a lot of like artist collaborations happened because you know. We didn't have anybody to play music for. A lot of musicians lost their houses and moved into the lodge. (laughs) The lodge. I guess we all kind of moved in with each other, yeah. So there's a lot of silver linings for musicians. The the saddest part, I think, for for me and a lot of us is that all these venues are closing. Yeah. Well, they'll come come back in one way or another. I mean, I feel... if anything's going to be bigger and better just because yeah. people know how know now how to adapt and then work out a better business model. Yeah. So, but I think there's also a, a kind of a wave of people realizing how much they needed art and then it all got taken away. And so there's this like, you know, we've been selling merch online and people that I didn't even think looked at my posts are ordering t-shirts from us to help support us and, you know, we would do these online shows and people that I haven't talked to in four or five years are sending us tips through, you know, the the Zoom stuff. And so it's cool to see this kind of new wave of support from people that, you know, we didn't either have before or know was there. That's yeah, a good point. People are missing art. But here's the thing. I don't hear anyone complaining about the lack of movie releases out there. It's yeah. all the local, you know, the yeah, live wanting, entertainment, mm-hmm. live art. They're wanting if, to come to these shows, and like Mason said, I mean, they're selling out almost every single one of their yeah, shows. Yeah, it's like every time that we throw one, we don't have any trouble selling tickets. It's almost if you're a musician right now, you should be writing the jingle for the vaccine commercials. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. a good point. You know? It's not a bad idea. That's how you get your royalties right there. <laughs> yep. I'm going to write a song called One Little Prick. Yeah. <laughs> That's all it takes. I think it's too Are you a songwriter? <laughs> well, you, you could write a dual song about going down the nose because, you know, the swab and everything, but then it can be a drug song, too. So, yeah, like, true. it works. Blood brain barrier. There you go. <laughs> Got the blood brain barrier. I love it. <laughs> you know that one guy doing the commercial, like, this song works. It's great. It's like perfect. It's like, you know, this song's about doing drugs. We did just put in the one part that's about. Cut that part out. Yeah, yeah. totally. Yeah. Oh, I love hearing the commercials that have songs, and you listen to the whole song. Like, remember that uh, iPhone commercial with the gal? Is the the Hair? turning people into the the cartoons for their yeah. emojis? And it's the song called uh, "All Night" by Big Boy. Have you heard the the full song? Nah. Can we play it on the radio? No, you cannot. <laughs> oh my gosh! Because I, I listen to the whole song. It's like, wow, this is like a hardcore R-rated song here. But AT&T's just you know. But that one little part, they love it. I have a video of this sweet old lady from an NPR show in Kentucky reading off the list of things we weren't allowed to say on the radio. Oh, yeah. That's, it's <coughs> so funny. That was, that was George Carlin <laughs> was the grandmaster of that, the seven words you can't say. She's like backstage like, okay, you can't say... <laughs> I like it. We're, we're not going to do that right now. Uh, in case someone's listening, we, well, we can't do let's, it. Well, uh, let's let people know about the event again because we got to be closing up today's show. So, Keith? Yeah, so uh, first annual holiday songwriters brunch, December 13th. Doors open at 11. We'll have Mason Lankford from Folk Family Revival, my sister Shelly Coley, and Shane and Kayla Doyle from The Dinner Party. Uh, tickets are available at 202 Main. Dot, 202 Main Conroe. 
dot com. <laughs> and uh, we'll check us out you on uh, Facebook, Instagram, uh, all that kind of stuff. We'll have uh, lots of stuff going on, and we're going to be giving away a table for two. So stay tuned for uh, on Facebook for the information about that. All right. Well, Sean, support local. That's all I got to yeah, say. Yeah, this is a good event to do that, well, guys. Thank you so awesome. much. Yeah, yeah, actually, you can do that for us. You've been listening to Dick and Skippy, Lone Star Community Radio, IRLoneStar.com. We did a recorded show for Friday, so we will be technically live, but it's recorded. And so We were live when we did it. We were live when we did it, <laughs> yeah. Uh, it, it's the Sam Houston State uh, president, Dr. Lisa White. And so that's the Friday show. And then we have a bunch of shows coming next week and all that kind of stuff. So stick around. we got more stuff coming on Lone Star Community Radio, Montgomery County's community radio station. And we'll see you guys later. Peace. Today's show was recorded and broadcasted live on IRLoneStar.com, Conroe's FM 104.5, 106.1, and all rights and ownership are reserved to Lone Star Community Radio. For more information regarding this program and Lone Star Community Radio, visit us online at IRLoneStar.com. Lone Star Community Radio is Montgomery County's community radio station, serving the community with local programming on TV, radio, and online. If you enjoyed today's program, please support us by sponsorship or starting your own show. Contact us today by phone or text at 936-666-1084 or email the station at lscrstudios at gmail.com. Howdy, howdy, everybody. This is Jared Sterrett.